Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's Today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. We're looking at profile for greatness. The great shepherd is our profile for greatness. Let's quickly contrast the life of King David and the life of King Saul. 1 Samuel 9. If you look at 1 Samuel 9, verses 1 to 2. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiab, the son of Zerom, the son of Bechorah, the son of Aphiam, a Benjamite, a mighty man of valor. And he had a choice and handsome son whose name was Saul. He had a choice and handsome man or son whose name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. Amen. Wow. If you see Saul, very handsome, very tall. Every girl will want him. Hmm? And every man will want him to be their leader. Hmm? This is Saul's profile before being chosen by God to be king. And actually, was he chosen by God? He was chosen by the people. Amen. He was chosen by the people. And God just said, this is the one that you have in mind. Take him. Amen. This is the one you're thinking about. Take him. You're looking for a king like other nations? Yeah, the kings of other nations are big and um, no, tall, like Goliath. So they will choose them to lead them to war. So I give you Saul. Saul was tall, taller than anybody. He was also handsome. That was just his, his profile. That was, that's all his resume. That's his CV before he became a king. You will notice here no moral virtue, no spiritual substance, no character trait at all. He was just big and tall, just physically fit. That's all. Just a tall man. Now compare this profile to that of David before he was chosen by God to be king. Very, very different. The qualities in the life of the young boy, the young shepherd, David. As seen by God, as seen by God, remember Psalm 78, verse 72. He said, well, he shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Of course, that's what God saw in David when he was keeping his father's sheep. The Lord saw integrity of heart and skillfulness of hands. So the Lord chose him to be king. Now, the people, King Saul's officials, also saw some things in the life of David. 1 Samuel 16, 17 to 18. 
1 Samuel 16, 17 to 18. So Saul said to his servant, provide me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. Then one of the servants answered and said, look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, and the Lord is with him. Wow. A very, very different profile. A very, very, very different CV. A very, very different resume. Amen. You see the profile of David. Skillfulness of hands. It was not a man of valor. It was an honorable man. It was a man of great strength. A man of war. It was also prudent. It was you know, prudent in speech. Meaning he was wise. Had good judgment. Well spoken and well spoken of. Yeah, he was well spoken. Eh? He was well spoken of. Amen. You know, if, if you have good words, good words don't come out of just your mouth. They come out of where? They come out of your heart. They come out of your mind. Amen. He was, he, 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 he was good. And he was also handsome. Just like Saul was handsome. He was not described as tall and big, but he was also handsome. He was good looking. And he had the presence of God with him. He was a man that feared God. That differentiates him from Saul completely. Saul had no spiritual substance. He was spiritually bankrupt. Had no, no confidence even in himself. He was very timid. Remember? When they chose him. When finally Samuel chose him among the people... He could not even stand it. What was he doing? He was hiding. He was hiding among the stuff. You know, not even among the people. Amen. So that they won't find him. We will look for you among the stuff. Hmm? Nobody will ever think that you are among the stuff. They looked over around among the people. They didn't find him. They found him among the stuff. Because he was so timid. He had no confidence. This guy was at home. He was at home when the Lord was looking for somebody for the people. He was at home just doing nothing. Now, look at this. Now, bear in mind, these are the circumstances surrounding the time Saul and David were chosen to be king. The circumstances surrounding the times when they were chosen to be king. 1 Samuel 9.3. 1 Samuel 9.3 says, Now the donkeys of Kish... Saul's father were lost. And Kish said to his son Saul, Please take one of the servants with you and arise, go and look for the donkeys. Just keep that with one hand. And with the other hand, take 1 Samuel 16, 10 to 11. This is another time that God will anoint someone to be king. 1 Samuel 9.3 was a time when God was about to anoint anoint somebody to be king. So 1 Samuel 16 is now another time when God was about to anoint somebody to be king. So 1 Samuel 16, 10 to 11. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest. And there he is, keeping the sheep. You see the difference? Huh? So, one was where? In the field. 
And the other one was where? At home. Emma? One was keeping the sheep. Keeping the sheep safe. None missing. None lost. And the handsome guy, tall guy, big guy at home. He was around when the donkeys got lost. Hmm? He was not keeping no, nothing. He was not a busy guy. Hmm? But look at David. David was keeping his father's, the family's business. And he was doing a good job. In fact, his father said, there he is. I can see him. I know he is there keeping the sheep. None will be lost. But as for Saul, he was at home when the donkeys got lost. Amen. Who will you choose? Who will you promote? God will always look for those who are busy, who are faithful, to choose, to promote. Amen. Even the people of the world, when you are looking for a job, they want to know what you are doing, hmm? what you are busy with. It's actually much easier to get a job when you have a job. To get another job when you have a job. It's much harder to get a job when you have left a job. They will ask you, so why did you leave? Even though you give them a good answer, they will like, hmm, they wonder why you left. But if you are busy somewhere doing something and you have not left, they know that you are busy. They know that you are occupied there. They know that you are doing something there. You must be doing something good there. That while you are still there, it's much easier to get a job. Amen. With God too, of course God knows everything. Amen. Of course God knows everything. He knows whether we are faithful or not. And whatever he has committed to our hands, if we are faithful with it, if you have been faithful in your righteous mammon, if you have been faithful with the money, with the blessings I have given you, I will give you true riches. Amen. But look at this. If you have been faithful with the true riches, if you have been faithful with the word, the word is true riches. Being faithful with the spirit of the Lord, you can be sure God will commit to your hands your righteous mama. You commit money to your hands. You commit things to your hands. Amen. It's the best route. Be faithful. Be faithful with the true riches. Be faithful with the word of God. David was faithful with the word of God, consuming the word of God. No, eating, feeding on the word of God, on the spirit of God. And the law saw that he was faithful with the true riches. So God committed things into his hands, knowing that he would be faithful. If you are faithful in little, you are considered faithful in much. Amen. It's a great profile for greatness. Amen. Let's conclude with this. Let's conclude with this. And this goes on in the life of uh, King Saul. This is, this is, this is, this is uh, powerful. 1 Samuel chapter 10. Saul went around with the, with the servant looking for the lost donkeys. And uh, along the way, you know, who was uh, directing the whole thing? It was the servant. Hmm? This guy, <laughs> Saul, uh, didn't know much. <laughs> it was the servant who knew what was going on, how to get around you know, what to do if we take something with us, no problem. We can see the prophet. We can see the seer. Don't worry. Let's go. He was the one encouraging him. He was like, let's go home. Let's go home. Hmm? Now, 
they got to the place that God had prepared for them to get to. They got to where Samuel was waiting for them. And Samuel brought him and sat in amongst the people, amongst the, you know, the, 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 the great people, the rulers of the land, because he wanted to introduce him. This guy had never been out like that before. He had never been amongst big people. You know, the Lord knows how to do things. So the Lord brought him to introduce him to the people. Just some few people. Now, the next day when he was leaving, Samuel anointed him. And Samuel sent him away in 1 Samuel chapter 10. And he said, when you leave this place, you will meet some things. You will, you will experience some things along the way. He said, 1 Samuel 10, 3. Then you shall go on forward from there. First of all, no, before then, verse 2. When you are departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found. And now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you, saying, what shall I do about my son? Meaning the world will be talking, you know, but no worries. Just go on. You're hearing good news that the donkeys have been found. Let's go to verse 3. Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the Terenbi tree of Tabor. There are three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.